0: Before we start in prayer, I just think it's very important for us to keep in mind. I think as parents, a lot of times, we just, we we kind of, as we get more distance from the time that we were students ourselves, that uh, we lose, uh, we forget just how difficult it can be to be a student sometimes. You know, our students, especially as they get a little bit older and start moving classes and having seven, eight different classes to prepare for every day and extracurricular activities and church activities. You know, it's, it's really a busy time, and it, it can be very difficult. And as teenagers, you know, there's a lot of peer pressures out there. So I want to challenge all of us, not only pray for them at this time, but let's continue to pray for these kids, these youth, uh, every day throughout the school year. Let us pray, please. Dear loving Father, we thank you so much for this avenue in which you've given us. Lord, as a new school year is just around the corner for us, We want to continue to remember in prayer, lift up to you at this time, all of our students and all of our educators, everyone that will be participating in the educational process. Lord, first off, we pray for safety. There's a lot of evil in this world, Lord, and uh, people looking to opportunities to, uh, to hurt people. And we just pray for safety for our students. We pray for safety for all of our educational staff. We know there's so many extracurriculars that are taking place, and so many, and uh, there's so many miles that are traveled every year. And it's always a concern as we start a new year each year, is uh, the uh, the safety of all of our students and personnel. Lord, we continue to ask you to place your uh, hand on all of us uh, during throughout not only beginning the school year but throughout the entire year. Lord, please be with our educators as they're in charge of educating our students, the, the youth who will lead our churches and lead our governments and societies in the future. Lord, we pray that our teachers will have the dedication that they need to uh, serve the students to the very best of their abilities every day. We pray that our parents will help to prepare the children. We pray for good home lives for all of our children. We pray they will come to school as prepared as they can be and that our teachers come prepared every day to p- deliver the absolute best quality of education. And we don't mean just here locally, Lord, but everywhere throughout the world. So education is such a vital part of, the, of our society and society's future. And we just pray that it's taken seriously and that all children, regardless of where they're being educated, we'll see the very best education that they possibly can. Lord, thank you for the guidance and wisdom that you show, give us, and we pray that all of us will continue to search for that guidance and wisdom every day of our lives. We understand that our students, well, they will experience a lot of different peer pressures, and what a, what, a, what a great place for children to learn how to deal with these types of pressures Then right here in Bible classes and in church activities. We pray that parents will see the needs for strong youth groups so that, that kids can, can have those, uh, those uh, friendships uh, of like-minded people because we know is the, one of the most uh, uh, difficult times is when we feel like we're all alone. And Lord, we need these relationships. Help us to continue to be positive for our kids, uplifting to them and encouraging And we just pray that all schools have the very best educational year possible. Thank you, dear God. Please forgive us of our sins and all of our shortcomings. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. It's just a blessing
1: that uh, I have the prayer for our community and country. In the Bible class that I've been teaching in the mornings, we've been praying for our community and our country every Sunday morning and specifically talking about our our uh, our country and community Uh, Jenna Peterson has uh, mentioned that we don't talk enough about the joyful things that are happening in our country in our community we have a wonderful community and we have a wonderful police officer right here Emmanuel Lindsay who is here every Sunday and it's a joy to walk down the hall and call him by his name and he calls us by our names too it's great to have him a few years ago uh, we wouldn't have even thought about having a police officer but we have as good a man as we can ever have on the police force and Emmanuel comes and does things with our old guys group uh, which is very nice and I hope we trust that we're being a good influence on him every time he goes out with us and does things but we have many men in our community that our leaders, our policemen, our firemen, our game wardens, our public figures that go to church right here, and our leaders in our community. And we need to pray for them, not only at this time of year, but especially this time of year, as our kids are going back to school and people are coming back on vacation, we're all getting back together. But we need to pray for them on on a regular basis. And then of course, we do have wonderful men and women that are representing the great state of Texas in Washington, we also have some bad bad men and women that are representing our country in Washington. And the best we can do is when we come around in 2022 is we can vote and we can work on, on that. But right now we are praying for changes of heart, just like we do every day, every morning, and every evening. We pray for changes of heart In those individuals so please go with me all of our hearts united in prayer if we're praying for our community leaders our mayor our police chief we're praying for good things to happen we have good men and women out there on the streets every day so let's go to to be united in prayer for all of these people father as we come before your throne of mercy and grace All of the hearts in this congregation united for our community. We're lifting up the men and women of the community leaders for our mayor, for our police chief, for our police officers, for the men that are leaders, and for the women that are that are leading in the in the city council, making the decisions on on how we police our streets and we clean our streets and how we spend our money and how we we are doing our our faith and how we are going about our daily business. And Father, we ask for your hand to be upon them. We ask for all of us, as we deal with these people, as we deal for our policemen and our firemen and our game wardens and our public figures, that we show the face of Christ when they look at us. They don't need to see us, they need to see Jesus every time. And they don't need to see cranky people, they need to see joyous people that are representing the church and are representing Jesus. And Father, in our country, we know we have wonderful people and we pray for their strength and we pray for their endurance and we pray for their faith because they are around a cesspool when they go to Washington. They are around bribery and they're around cheaters and they're around adulterers. And we pray for their faith to be strong and they and for them to do the right thing as they are they are spending our money and they are being influenced and they're trying to influence the world for the right thing. And they're sending our troops overseas and they're they're trying to do the right thing in all of our communities and, and with our with our police forces that are working there in Washington and Father we're praying for those individuals especially our president and in our in his cabinet who are making these decisions that, that we don't agree with and we're praying for their changes in their hearts and Father we know there is there is good in their hearts there has to be good in their hearts and we pray for you to reach their hearts to soften their hearts as they are they are speaking to each other, and they need to be listening to the individuals in Congress and in the Senate that are Christians and that are trying to talk to them about the way of Jesus and the and the way that things should be handled. And we're praying fervently day and night and continuously like you command us to. And, Father, we're asking, we're asking, we're pleading... Continuously for good things to happen. And we know, we know they will because we cannot lose this generation. We cannot lose. We must, we must win for the sake of your son Jesus. These things we ask. Amen.
2: Right now we're going to turn our thoughts in prayer uh, towards the church. So bow with me, please. Most gracious, loving Heavenly Father, May praise, honor, and glory be yours. Father, we just lift you and your name above all names. And Father, we come before you now at this time thanking you for your church, thanking you for your wisdom to create the church for us to be part of. And Father, we're thankful that the church is not just here in this building, but it's around the world, and it's the same because of your word. And Father, we pray that we would honor your word and that we would be the church of your word and that we would do as you would have us to be. Father, we're thankful for the description of your church that you've given us as a body. Father, we're thankful that each one of us have a part to play in the church and service to one another. And Father, we pray that as a body we have the need and the command from you to serve those who do not know you to help our communities, to help our fellow man, to help those find your son, Jesus. And Father, we pray that as a body, that each one of us would look into our hearts and find that place where we can serve and fit. And Father, we pray that we'd be active workers. Father, we also pray that as a body that we would love each other, that we would care for one another, that we would help the part of the body that hurts at times, and hold on tight to the part of the body that just needs some care. Father, we pray a thankful prayer for the description of your church as a bride. And Father, we thank you for that description. Father, we're very familiar with marriage. We're very familiar with husbands and wives in the day of marriage. And what a bride means to his husband. Father, we pray that we'd be the church that Jesus would be proud to be head of, that you would be proud to have your son have. Father, we pray that we would live lives in a chaste manner before you, that we would honor your word, that we would separate ourselves from the sins of this world, and that we'd be obedient to your word, that we would have loving kindness and mercy and compassion upon one another, that we would look to honor you and respect you in all things as we live our lives. Father, we also ask that because Jesus is the head of the church and we're thankful that he is, and you've told us that as we become part of the body, Father, through baptism, that we are to put on Christ, that we are to transform, that we are to change our mind into his mind. And Father, we pray that you would protect us from Satan's devices as he, through the minds of men, tries tries to change your church. We pray that we would honor your word. We pray that we would listen to the head. We're thankful that Jesus is the head, Father, because he comes from you. And we know that he has all care and concern for his bride, to protect it and to watch over it and to care for it and to do good things for it, Father. And we pray that we would trust in those things and we would honor him. By being obedient. Father, we're also thankful that we're in Jesus' hands as the church. Because, Father, we know you've told us of a day that is coming, a judgment day. And, Father, you have told us that Jesus will turn the church over to you. And, Father, that's joyful, but it's also full of sadness because we know on that day there will be many of those who have not become part of your church and Father we pray that we would have the mind of your son Jesus that we would be obedient children and looking to win other souls that are lost to you that on that great day of judgment that when Jesus turns the church over to you that it would be full full of man that wants to serve you full of women that want to serve you And have served you in this life, honoring you in all things. Father, we're just thankful for the safety we have within the church. Father, we're thankful for the protection you give us. Father, we're just thankful for your word where we can understand the church and what that protection is. Give us wisdom, Father. And Father, we know that through your spirit that you've given us, the Holy Spirit can pray the deeper part of our minds and our bodies and hearts that we can't express in words. And we thank you for that, Father. We just are thankful for the blessing to be able to come together as a family in this tumultuous world. But, Father, we look for that day that we can have that hope of eternal life with you and that this life will pass and we can move on to the next life of joy with you in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: Good afternoon. It's always been good when we have these prayer services and and strengthen ourselves through prayer with our Heavenly Father. And this evening, I want to talk for a few moments about the influence that each of us have on those around us each and every day of our lives. You know, just a few moments ago, James led the pew-packers and the rest of us as we sung, Let Your Light Shine. And he has them, quote, Matthew 5 16, each time, which is let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You know, that doesn't just go for the pew packers, that goes for each one of us, each and every day of our lives. Do you do the things or do you say things that prove that you are a child of God? Do you do things or do you say things that glorify God? It's an important question for each of us because if we want to be the type of influence on others that we are called to be, it's a choice that we're going to make each day on how we live our lives. In order for us to let our light shine before men so that they can see our good works and glorify our Father, we must choose to do that. One of my favorite passages is in Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. It says, Now therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served which were beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Think about that situation. Joshua wasn't talking to the people of the world. He was talking to God's chosen people, to the Israelites. And they knew what this meant because their parents had made a bad choice. And they were, God caused them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years until that whole generation died off. And this new generation, their children chose to serve God and he allowed them to enter the promised land and he conquered the promised land for them. And they have just divided that land by lot And now Joshua is standing before the people just before he dies, and he tells them, Choose whom you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's an important choice that we have to make every day. We make all kinds of choices every day. Are we going to get up when the alarm clock goes off? We choose what we're going to wear, we choose what we're going to eat, we choose how we're going to treat others. We choose what we are going to say to others. We choose how we're going to use social media. And we choose if we're going to serve God. But in making our choices, we need to remember who we represent. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and verse 18, And I will be a father to you, and you, be, you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Throughout the Bible, we're called the household of God, the family of God. We represent God to those whom we are around each and every day. We influence others by what we say, by what we do, in how we treat others, and what we post online, and in how godly or ungodly we live our lives people will see god or satan through us how do you picture god paul when he was stood in the midst of the areopagus said men of athens i observe that you are very religious in all respects For while I was passing through and examining the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with this inscription, to an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you, that God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they would seek God if perhaps they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each of us. For in him we live and move, and exist. As even some of your own poets have said, for we also are his children. Being then children of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and thought of man. Therefore, having overlooked the time of ignorance, God is now declaring to all men that all people everywhere should repent, because he has fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising him from the dead. Paul took an opportunity that he had to influence those around him. He painted a picture of God for them, for people that didn't know God, so they could understand who he was and that he might win them for God if we want to be an influence to others so that they see God through us God has to be evident in our lives many people don't have a picture of who God is the only picture of God is going to come through you so when they see you how are they going to see God 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves. Or do you not recognize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail the test. So, what is the test? If you've heard any of our Wednesday night lessons on the fruit of the Spirit, there's an easy way to understand what the test is. In Galatians 5, he says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things as there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Those are the good things. Just before that, he mentioned the bad things. He says, starting in verse 19, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident which are immorality, impurity, sensualness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So which pattern does your life fit? The fruits of the spirit or the deeds of the flesh? The pattern your life reflects is the type of influence you will have on the people that you come in contact with each day of your life. We have to choose each day to take up our cross and to not deny ourselves and to follow Jesus. If we do this, we'll pass the test. If we don't, we'll fail the test. You know, if you're doing what you should be doing, it's easy to see how to pass the test because we're following after God's pattern that he has for each of us. If we're not following after that pattern, it's easy to see that we'll fail the test. Well, if you're passing the test, keep up the good work. We have to do it each and every day. It's a choice we make to follow God each and every day of our lives. If we're failing the test, we can choose to change. We can choose to do the will of God and follow his commands and thereby be the type of person he wants us to be. The influence we have on others is a great teaching tool. The question is, what are you teaching them? As we come to this time of year when many things are starting fresh, let us take an opportunity to make sure of how we're living our lives so that we're a good influence for Christ. If you're passing the test, great. Keep making that choice every day to follow Christ. And if you're not, Now is the time to choose to change your life so that you'll be the type of person that God wants you to be. If there's any way we can help you, you can come as we stand and sing. You know, it's a great opportunity when we can pray for each other and encourage each other. And Issy came forward this evening, if you don't know, she's going to Pepperdine to school. And I think she said she leaves Thursday, and she's... You know it's a big change when you leave a place where you're comfortable and she's made friends here and they've encouraged her and now she's going to a new place new challenges pressure of school as Tim talked about earlier and she just like for us to pray for her that she would be encouraged that she would do the things that she needs to do to be an influence for Christ let's pray father we are indeed thankful for the privilege to be your children We're thankful for the opportunity to come before you in prayer. We ask Father that you would help us as we struggle with things in life that we might be faithful to you, that we might be strong and courageous, that we might be the type of people that you want us to be. We pray that as Aziza goes to Pepperdine that in a new environment, in a new school with new people around her that she can find children of yours that she can find people that can encourage her and that she can encourage that they might be good influences on each other and they might be an influence for you in that community where she will be we pray father for each of us as we go out into the world that when we face temptation and trial that we will remain faithful to you that we might be a bright and shining light and it might give us opportunity to share with others the great hope that's found through your son. We're thankful for your blessings and we just ask that you would continue to watch over us, guide and direct us. We ask through your son and our savior. Amen.
4: So thankful to be a member of this congregation you know a congregation that loves one another a congregation that cares for one another a congregation that picks each other up a congregation that's a family how important families are and i think you'll agree with me that when you have a health issue whether yourself or in your family there's nothing more draining nothing more physically draining. And so it's so important as we come each Sunday night and we pray for our family members. And our extended family members. How important, how important it is. We have a big list I'm going to read you. I've I've typed them all out. There's so many. But I want to give you some updated information. It's not all bad. There's good. God takes care of us. He's the lifter of our head. P.J. Russ had hernia surgery last Wednesday, and he is home, and he's getting around. He's sore, but he said he's doing better. Carmen Chandler's cousin had a little baby this last week, uh, Liza Jane, who had a heart condition and she was bleeding. It was an emergency situation. They got her into Vanderbilt and they stopped the bleeding and she is doing better. I talked to Ann, talked to Ann Blackstall and Rusty's in the hospital with pneumonia and COVID and is having a very difficult time. And the hard thing about being, having your family in the hospital is you can't go in. They're allowing one person into the hospital now. So you can't be there with them all the time. And that's so difficult to not be with each other. Uh, talk to Ed Martinez. He is at home. He does have pneumonia and is really coughing a lot. But he is at home and realized how important that was to be home. Dan DeHay's son, he's a watcher. Uh, Robert because Kotasky uh, had a kidney stone removed this past week. Uh, Renna Lunny, Lunny, as she recovers from her kidney surgery. Larry said that his dad, Leighton Bell, is back at Windcrest and is doing somewhat better. Day to day, I talked to Denise Cutbirth today, and Jim's at home and it's really not improved any. Uh, he's set up for some pulmonary uh, treatment, some therapy. Uh, Linda Campbell's brother Fred Leggett has Parkinson's. Joan Ann McDonald continue to have health issues. Uh, you know, as we age, God tells us, uh, the Scripture tells us in James four that our lives are but d- just a vapor. And as we get older, we we have more issues. Uh, Evie Greenley uh, needs our continued prayers, and we need to continue to pray for Eddie. We need to remember Paige Gallahar's family and the loss of his father, Uh, Lottie McKayla's family and her passing, Uh, Nancy Crow and the passing of her father, James Howe, and also Nancy for her continued uh, chemotherapy treatments. Uh, You know, I know there's a lot of people in this auditorium tonight that don't share all of their, their issues and problems and the procedures that are coming up. I know that there are people here tonight that aren't on this list that are, are going to have some, some procedures this next week. Uh, I know that our new member, E.B. Dodson, is going to be having some procedures done in the future, some tests done, and we're praying for you, E.B. Uh, Brenda Gerald talked to her today, and she's actually going to the doctor tomorrow to find out what, what the problem is, and is going to have some tests set up. Uh, Jack Callen was scheduled for surgery, but that's been postponed because of some infection, but he's feeling better, so much better that he actually went to work. So that's great, but uh, I was told today that uh, they're shooting for the 30th for his, uh, his procedure. Annabeth told me to say thank you to her for all your prayers. Her therapy is, is effective, and we're praying for her scan in October. Uh, Sherry Christian has 14 more chemotherapies and they're effective but it's affecting her vision and so we want to continue to pray for her. Fred Childers, Carolyn Bush's brother, Carolyn told me that he is doing somewhat better but he's still having to undergo the therapy. Charlie Hart, Linda Hart's son is being treated for leukemia and will have a stem cell transplant, uh, transplant in September. And Susan Davis's mother, Mary Stevens, uh, has been diagnosed with cancer. We also need to remember Todd Wood's son, William Peach, and also Jensen Bailey. They're deployed in a world right now that's in a lot of unrest. There are a lot of things going on in a world that are stressful. And we need to remember these two young men that are connected to us You know, as we pray tonight for all of these people, I just thought about the last songs that Kevin led. In need. And a shield about me. We need a shield about us. And we are in need. Uh, Just go with me as a family and let's pray for all these. Dear God, we just humbly come before you knowing that you're the creator of everything. And without you, we are nothing. So oftentimes we just come and ask, But I'm just so thankful for being a child of yours, for, for having this opportunity to come together as a family, We just know that life is short. Just help us to live every day like it's our last day. Help us to share your son, Jesus. Help us to let our light shine. I just pray tonight for all these that have mentioned. And I'm going to specifically pray for their names again, for PJ Russ, for Liza Jane, for Rusty and Ann Blackstock, for Ed Martinez for Robert, for Brenna, for Leighton Bell, and Jim Cutbirth and Fred Leggett, and Joe and Annette McDonald, Evie Greenley and Eddie, the, the Gallahar family and the McCaleb family, Nancy Crow and, and the loss of her family, be with E.B. and Brenda and Jack as, as their procedures are upcoming, continue to be with Annabeth and Sherry and Fred. And Charlie and Mary and William and Jensen. Dear God, we know that you're in control of all things. We just thank you for the opportunity to come before you in prayer. And we just thank you for your son, Jesus, who makes everything right for all of us. I just thank you for this church family. We need you and we love you. In Jesus name we pray amen Amen. one last thing I'd like to remind you of just never know how precious things are until they're taken away if you remember about this time last year we weren't able to meet together we were having to sit in front of a television thank goodness we had that but how important it is to be here with one another and to fellowship with one another to give each other a hug and care about each other so Just remember that daily, the the blessings that we have of being able to be together. And we're going to miss you. You'll be a great light when you go to Pepperdine. Uh, But I know we'll see you back one day, and you'll be back with us.